You're listening to another episode of CMO Spotlight on KRCU Public Radio. I'm your co-host, Ashton Randolph, and joining me today is alumnus Clayton Hester. Thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me so much. If you want to go ahead and just introduce yourself. Absolutely. I was a multimedia journalism major at Southeast, and I had double majored, actually, in social sciences, and really had first the journey into media at uh, Mississippi River Radio over at KZIM, and then eventually ended up coming here to KRCU. Absolutely wonderful place. And after that, towards the very end of college, and this was the interesting kind of stretch of getting out into the real world for like, I think, March to May or something like that, I was working at KFES starting out out there before ending college. But starting out there, it was interesting because in a lot of ways, and I was just thinking about this on the ride over, that the atmosphere of our Zoom call environment that we're in, and this is one of the things that my news director had told me whenever I was coming on board there, was that the things that we would be doing with our digital streaming, more in-depth streaming, was akin to what I'd done in radio, basically, you know, more of the free form of interviewing, kind of this continuous flow of interviews that would be going to increase our production lineup and things like that. So it's really, I think, interesting when we think about the media forms of how we do things today. It's kind of an interesting kind of next step of the ubiquitousness of video calls now, bringing more of the radio format to video streaming. I think it's really interesting, too, how radio has persisted throughout time and continued despite all of the changing media platforms. You just tune into it in your car and you can listen. Now you can stream it from your cell phone. And could you go ahead and talk about where your love for journalism and media stem from? Sure. One of the biggest things that inspired me, honestly, were teachers saying, hey, you've got a good voice. You should go into something with media. And it was like, okay, yeah, that'd be great. You know, you get the referral towards it because of this kind of external thing. And then eventually you learn kind of the intrinsic value of conversations like we're having now, getting into it and elaborating on different things and talking, being able to put that out into the world. That's been a wonderful thing. Just a really interesting time as well. And you had mentioned about the endurance of radio, which is a really interesting thing that started the Clay Podcast Network, which is basically growing this network of shows. And as I do so, I look to these kind of companies that do podcasting and all the time you see first and foremost are these established and really built brands like NPR like iHeartMedia those that are always coming in first and keeping their growth going as well as their legacy Do you think that today's college life podcasts have really heavily infiltrated the college life culture? I know in my personal experience as a student, I enjoy listening immensely because you can do it while you're doing anything else. Do you feel like that was the same for you in your college experience? Yeah, honestly, part of it may be, and I know that there's a heavy commuter group on campus as well, is that so much of the time it was me driving to school and being enriched by this or that show and and really trying to dive into some subject or another to learn about it. I think so. It is, of course, as I'm kind of reminded often, I think we're all reminded often of the a number of people in this space and so the competition that's there. But at the same time, you can always innovate and grow and develop and do new things. And so it's always interesting to see how the audience is responding to that. Could you share a little bit more about your podcasting platform? Yeah, absolutely. And so I know one of the great opportunities of KRCU was, and this lends more towards the fiction side, and I've veered more towards the nonfiction side lately, 
but one of the things that we started here was Red Hawk Radio Theater, and we had very graciously the opportunity to record within KRCU. They allowed us to do that. I just looked back yesterday as um, it just so happens to look back, and I had seen that they had been doing some more. I haven't uh, been as in touch as perhaps I should be with a lot of the folks, but they had released some more, and who knows, maybe that continues. It was something that allowed me to exercise some creativity and tell stories and things like that. Now, my own network, the clay.inc is where it's at, but basically that principle of creativity innovation is really where I wanted to go with that because the creative process, it's a story and podcasts are great for the sort of storytelling, really diving into what is happening in the world, what's new and where these innovations that are all around us came from, what happened to evolve that. My strategy has basically been to rapid fire as much as possible, really get as much content out there and really dive into as many stories as possible. And that's been a lot of fun. And so that's been something I have worked to develop and continue to do so into the future. Yeah. What are some of your favorite stories that yeah. you've done? Yeah, sure. One of the great things has been, actually, I believe Ada Lovelace Day was just the other day. One of our podcasts is called Encyclopedia Inventio, and it's about inventors and the different ideas of where they come from and the kind of surprising, they're like these interesting historical novelties that you wouldn't expect. So Ada Lovelace, being really the godmother of programming, had these various ideas for an application of an invention of Charles Babbage, or actually it wasn't an invention, it was a theoretical invention called the analytical engine. And so he had this this idea of what was really a computer in the 19th century. And it was, of course, never built, but it was just this kind of novel exercise, exploration, imagination of what was possible. And it's kind of a shame it wasn't built. You would think we'd be on a very different track if it had been. But this early precursor, and she came up with this even more in-depth look at what was possible with it. And so she kind of blazed a trail in programming. And it's interesting as well, sometimes the ideas that don't necessarily get executed are also just as interesting and, and scintillating as the ideas that have built the world around us. And so that's a great kind of vignette from history, I think. Thank you so much, Clayton, for coming on to the show today and just talking with me about how this platform really has room for everybody and yeah. everything. So it's been a pleasure having you with us here today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Thank you so much.